0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, it. i A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I
1: love the movies.
0: Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Exciting times, man. Season five, The Rookie. Uh, you've been all over the place, but I was doing some research on you. voiceover work, groundlings, acting. What's left? What's on that bucket list for you?
1: Um, writing my own show, uh, hopefully one day and, and being able to, uh, you know, get my friends involved in, in different projects and stuff like that.
0: That's awesome. And I was, uh, like I mentioned you've been very busy and everything. I was doing some research on you. Uh, you're born in Germany, and you, then you've been all over the world. How did the whole acting thing happen? What made you get into with the groundlings and the voiceover work and then eventually into acting? What pushed you towards this? Um, I've always
1: kind of been like, you know, the class clown or the the goofy friend in the group and uh, my friends growing up. So, um, you know, for me, uh, it, it, it never was like a thing that like I was trying to do at a young age to like actually do it because I wasn't in a place where acting was actually, you know, live in L.A., growing up. Um, but as time went on, um, you know, people kept suggesting, like, man, you know, you should give that a shot. You know, you, you, you're you good at a, you're funny and all those sort other of different things. So, um, yeah, just kind of one thing led to another. And, uh, I, you know, I, I grew up loving watching movies. So, um you know, there was always just like a little bit of a spark there with something like that I was, I was interested in. But um, everything kind of just like fell into place. Really.
0: Now, were you like, were you also like in love with like uh, animation and cartoons and everything for the voiceover?
1: Yeah, I grew up watching a ton of cartoons. Um, so that was something that I always kind of, again, like didn't know that there was a possibility for me to even mm-hmm. be able to do voices for cartoons. But uh, as in terms of a career, but uh, definitely, you know, I used to mimic almost every cartoon that I would watch. So I always kind of had like that ability to just like mimic or create different voices for myself.
0: What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Oh, my goodness.
1: I'll tell you this. I don't. <laughs> Favorite questions are hard for me because I don't really have a favorite anything because I like so many different things. Yeah. But if, if I had to narrow one down, like, from the age of, like, 8 to 12, it would have been Dragon Ball
0: Z. Okay. I didn't see that. I was waiting for you to say, like, Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry, like, old school.
1: I mean, I, I, I love those, but, like, really what, like, I was obsessed with was Dragon Ball Z. Like, just was obsessed with it. That's awesome.
0: So the groundlings, how did that happen for you? And you know, like I've had other guests that have been part of the groundlings and some of them have gone to like stand-up comedy. Did you ever think about even like stand-off comedy?
1: Stand-up, um, it's something that like I thought that I maybe had to do in order to get into the comedy world. But after moving to LA and and, and realizing that there's other outlets other than stand-up comedy, yeah. um, I just went the route of uh, I just sorry, I went the route of uh, you know, wanting to do sketch comedy and improv and stuff like that. Um, uh, I actually I went to go do an open mic a few years ago and that's when I was like, I'm gonna do stand-up. And you had to have like this ticket thing in order to get up. And uh, you know, I was there for like two hours and they never called my ticket. And so in my brain, I was like, Oh, I guess that's a sign, maybe stand up ain't what you're doing. Never even got an opportunity to do it. But, um, in Terms of doing groundlings. When I moved to LA um, and and met a couple people, you know, they had suggested that, true, you should do the groundlings, like the type of comedy that you do, which is very character based. Hmm. Like that would be a perfect place for you to, you know, test your metal. Hmm.
0: Did you ever have the opportunity to like uh, send a self tape or anything for like SNL, like those sketch comedy shows?
1: I've um, I've sent a two. I think two self-submissions to SNL. Like one back in like 2018 or 2019. The other one was like in 2020. Mm. And they've actually they've actually come, actually came to some, you know, they've sent scouts to the groundlings, you know, um, before every season. So they actually came to a show, which we didn't know about, which we we didn't know about. um, But they came to a show kind of unannounced this summer and saw us perform.
0: Oh. Did you give any any feedback from them? Nope. No, just nah. That's like the worst thing, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, well, I'd rather I'd rather not hear anything than them be like, "Hey, man, you're yeah. not good, and you shouldn't be doing." It. You know what I mean? So,
0: right, right. So, speaking of like voiceover work, too, you've done like I said, you've done a few shows, like Cuphead show, uh, my son's favorite, Spidey and the Amazing Friends. Like, what's been your favorite voiceover work you've done? My favorite.
1: Um, I mean, I love doing Cuphead because I get to be like the main character. Um, Yeah, um, yeah, I guess that easy answer is Cuphead. You know, it's fun to be able to, you know, be like the main character in a cartoon. Um, And, you know, I always tell myself, like, if 10-year-old me could see what I'm doing, I think he would think I'm cool. So, you know, that's...
0: That's awesome. So, yeah, let's jump right into The Rookie. Uh, Last year, you were on for a few episodes, and they gave you that call that you're going to become serious regular. How did that phone call go? How did that make you feel when you got that call?
1: Um, Well, I felt great. Um, That was amazing. Um, But, you know, I kind of knew that it was always kind of a possibility, even last season. um, You know, I, I, I was, like, in my contract, like, the option that they had, of of possibly picking me up for a series regular if season five came around and um you know after i did a certain amount of episodes they they picked an option so well, it was kind of like okay like the momentum was really moving towards uh, uh possibly being a a series regular um i didn't you know i kept pretty chill until official and um and then when uh we got the word for season five and they told us it was, uh, it was, yeah.
0: awesome. how did it feel to joining a cast like this, you know, and especially like the rookie, you know, it's a great show. It's got, has a little action. It's got a little drama. It's got a little comedy. It's got a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was cool kind of jumping on a moving, it was kind of a moving train already. You know, they had already done three seasons before I got there. Um, so obviously it was like, you know, I didn't know how I would fit in with the cast, if they would be okay with like this new person just kind of coming in or whatnot. But, um, you know, they welcomed me with open arms and it a really great experience ever since. And, you know, I'm just trying to, I, it, I still to me, I'm fairly new to acting, especially this type of acting. It's my first TV show. So, you know, I'm just constantly trying to like, learn from them because a lot of the people in the cast, they you know, they've been working for years and stuff. Um, Kind of hone my craft and, and get better and just learn from the people who uh, have been doing it longer than me.
0: That's great. What drew you to the role? What do you love about uh, Officer Thorson?
1: Um. Well, I wouldn't say that I didn't have a choice of like, you know, whether or not like I wanted to do it uh, when they offered me it. Obviously, I wanted to do it. Um, it was being offered. I was drawn to it. I'm like, hey, if they want me, I want them. Um but yeah, Thorson was interesting uh, last season because he had so much um, complexity in terms of like uh, what his uh, former life was before he you know went to went to went to prison in France and stuff like that. So it was just interesting playing this character who had all this like prior baggage. Um, but in, in terms of like playing him, I you know I can't sit here and say that there was. Like, method of like, oh, I, you know, meditate for two hours before I, because, I mean, for me, uh, you know, I try to make him as natural as possible, so I feel like Aaron's just kind of like a version of myself with just like all the added things that apply to my actual life, because I'm not <laughs> super rich.
0: What do you think is the biggest challenge playing this character? Any challenges?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, just, just acting. Acting is hard. Um, um, you know, being you know, you have to remember your lines, and sometimes you got to walk and talk. Which in, in real life that doesn't seem hard to do, but you know, and you have to remember your lines, hit your mark, uh, make sure you you can you know you're in frame of the camera, and then like you know there's 50 people around watching you, and and also you want to make sure that like you're doing well with your scene partner. But, to me. It's not so much the challenge of playing Thorson; it's just the challenge of trying to um, deliver a very believable performance to the audience.
0: Now that you've done uh, multiple episodes, what's been your favorite moment of the character so far?
1: In the show, or just yeah. like in the show? Uh, yeah.
0: Favorite.
1: I mean, I like anytime Thorson gets to be like op cop, you know. Just, stuff where you know maybe we have to take down a bad guy or you know kind of you know not infiltrate but like you know uh, scope out a particular area or stuff like that where you got to really the mind of a police officer um those kind of things I like but anytime I get to like showcase a little bit of my you know humor that those kind of moments I really appreciate and you know it's that the, the writers are now trying to incorporate that because they like, oh, okay, true thinks he's funny, then okay, let's let's see if he really is. And let's put it in the script. So mm. those kind of things. What I enjoyed. You, met-
0: you mentioned how you're this is one of your first TV shows that you've worked on. Uh joining the cast and everything. Did give you any pointers, any tips of like what to do, or even like how to play the character, maybe give you little pointers of, of that?
1: In terms of uh someone who would want to pursue acting and like pointers right. of like, yeah, come into a already established past. yeah uh, the big thing is just be professional you know and and and, and come to work you know um, be prepared you know uh, like I said it's already a moving ship and you don't want to be a cog in that that causes it to um, stagnate or not move forward you know um, just uh, and, and and be open to uh, learning from others around you, mm. you know, I, I i like being around people who have done this longer than me and who are better than me that's just going to make me better you know so i would say um outside of doing an acting role just try to surround yourself around you know that you um admire in terms of their um craft because like they say you know um Iron sharp iron. So, you know, if you're around people who are just as good or better than you, that'll just make you better.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there somebody on the show, you know, like you have like Nathan, Alyssa, Richard T. Jones, I name a few of the cast members. There's anybody that you kind of hope you could have more scenes with in the future?
1: uh I love working with Nathan. Um, him and I have only done like a few different scenes together. So I would love to do more scenes with him. I'd love to do more teams with Richard. Richard, uh, he's he's, uh, he's fun to work with. But um, I've been working a lot with uh, Eric Winter, who plays Tim Bradford on the show. But anytime it's me, Eric, and Melissa, I mean, it's we always have, like, a very, very great time. Like, we, you know, we're, we're kind of like the, we're kind of like the amigos, if you will, when we're together on set. When we're not filming, we're just constantly cracking jokes and stuff.
0: Now, has season five finished filming or do you still have more to film? Oh, yeah, we still have
1: more. We have, um, I think, 10 more episodes to go right now. Wow,
0: wow. that's awesome. Uh, so The Rookie season five just premiered a few weeks ago on ABC now. like, What's next for you now? Any other projects that you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming up?
1: I mean, I'm so tied down to The Rookie. There's not a lot of leeway to work on a lot of other things right now. Um I'm doing some BO stuff currently whenever I have, uh, you know, days off, which is not a lot. Um, um, but, uh, no, there's really no any other things that I can particularly talk about uh, that are, uh, other than stuff, right. which I can't talk about.
0: Right, right. right. True. Uh, now, the viewers and listeners, how can they find you on social media to keep up with you with the rookie, voiceover work, and future projects? How can they find um,
1: you pretty simple uh just find me at true tru underscore valentino um i don't post that much but i'm, I'm trying to get better at, that, at, at posting and, and and you know just kind of sharing my life with with people um yeah
0: that's how you get it bro. that's awesome true i want to thank you for giving me study. this is great no problem thanks man thanks for having me